everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 571. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. And I am Mako-chan. Ari is off tonight. He's working the mid-shift, but don't worry. He will be back next week along with uh, Barry. Um, Koi should be making an appearance. Uh, Wild Spice will be making an appearance because next week is our final episode of the year. It is our 2022 Holy shit, we survived Christmas special. <laughs> now, over the years, the date of our Christmas special has always fluctuated. If it's not like the second week of December, it's usually the third week of December. It, 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 it all depends. And you know what's interesting? I didn't even realize the way the month landed um christmas and new year's is kind of sort of the same week kind of sort of yeah um another reason why um we're doing it this way is because i get 2 weeks off from work so my break starts next friday 1 p.m. but given the sync up with the west coast I'd probably be out at 2 o'clock. That's fine. I'm perfectly okay with that. So I figured during those two weeks, if I'm not working, I'm on vacation, everybody else should be on vacation. And we're taking an additional week in January to kind of rest and recover because I don't go back to work until that third. Because remember, if you're in the, in the United States, holidays that land on a Saturday or a Sunday is always observed that Monday. So, since New Year's Day is the official holiday, falls on January 1st, which is a Sunday, it's observed on a Monday. So, I don't go back to work until the 3rd. And honestly, I probably will not be in a proper mindset to kick up a show that week. So, we'll be back on January the 2nd, no, January the 10th, where we'll be talking about what we did over the holidays and other stuff. And kind of get things ready for 2023 for the most part. Something like that. And it'll give me time to kind of redo our uh, Twitch layout because I have ideas for stuff. And I will be doing some upgrades to to Daitenshi, which is my gaming and media rig. Um, I may be putting in some more storage space. I'm definitely looking at upgrading the mixer. I'm going to have some like I'm looking at something like a stream deck of sorts, a stream deck meets mix or something like that. I've had my eye on something, so I've been reading reviews on it, trying to find like videos of people who actually use it and just see how it's wired up and just make sure it works for me because I'm just like to keep it um, simple as possible. So that's how we're going to do. So enough about that. Anywho, Mako-chan, how, how are you doing tonight? As always... I'm tired. When aren't you tired? Um, almost never. Ah, oh, Jesus. Can't help it. Mm, we shall see about that. <laughs> As for me, I'm doing okay. 
it's time for me to kind of kick things up and get things going. So we are live tonight, week of December 6th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live every Tuesday from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And we're also uh, part of Voice of Geeks Network, so you can check them out at vognetwork.com. And you can always find us here at anime at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Like I said, I mentioned previously about bringing on another show. I just haven't had time to kind of hammer out how I want to do it. But sometime in 2023, you'll hear about it. So we'll see how that goes. I might be bringing back something from the past I did. So we'll see how that rolls. But um, we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. They also here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash vognetwork. They kick things off on Sunday, starting at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwolf Show. Followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And they're also on Discord. So you can hang out with them, us and them at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Vog Network has their own channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time. So now we got that out the way. I'm going to ask Mako-chan, how was her week? How was her day? Mako-chan. Um, week and day not horrible. Um, mm. During Thanksgiving, we finally started tackling the front room. And removing the wall underneath the window showed that it was much worse than we first thought. So we're now basically waiting for it to dry and uh, get new wood under there to support the windows since the wood rotting. So mom came over this weekend to start working on it. And unfortunately, everything was still way too wet. Still? Yeah, it, it because it basically has been raining so much. Um, so we ended up postponing that. And then Sunday she came over and she brought caulk to try and seal the outside of the window. Mm-hmm. Then we ended up decorating for Christmas. Of course you did. Yeah, so we're hoping that of that helps at least a little bit. Um she was looking at it, and it does look like she found where the leak might have been coming from. Okay. So now we're just waiting for everything to dry, and once everything is dry, um, probably in the next two weekends or so, um, we'll get that all framed out, and then hopefully get everything you know fixed, and then I can start really working on my bar and lounge. Hmm. That's good. That's good. Well, my week today has been kind of quiet. I think actually what I did was like, you remember when we went shopping, I bought those shoes. Yeah. I had to take them back. Why? They were too small. I had to get a size 11. Oh, geez. And it was fine. You know, I actually went into the city, got them exchanged and went back. I was going to stop at Nintendo New York and pick up a couple of like Nintendo uh, ornaments to kind of put around but i haven't gotten around to doing that because i by the time i left the house the weather was kind of a little chaotic i was like let me just go and come back so i went out i came back finally i sat down and watched a christmas story christmas my original plan was to sit down and watch one two and three which is the third one let's be real you know i will say this I think they did the second one as just like a knock at the original, like pure comedic, because that's probably why it was panned so badly. I thought it was funny. I thought it was good for what it was. Now, as for this one, A Christmas Story Christmas, which is everyone calling the true sequel, which I understand. 
whoever wrote the script for that should have been on the, should have wrote the script for the second film. I did not think a movie like this would give me feels. It was really good. And it came full circle. If you if you if you're a big fan of the original film and you watch the second one, I promise you within the first 20 minutes of the film, you're going to figure out how the movie ends. So, and I was right, and I was really happy the movie ended the way it did. And I don't know why the water is leaking like that, but whatever. So that was all fine and dandy. Uh, today I had my uh, yearly review. Like at work, every week we have a one on one with our direct manager. And it used to be like every quarter. Not the regional manager, but he's like the manager manager, you know, kind of talk to us for 10, 15 minutes. But there's so many of us, he changed it so that, you know, office hours. So I had my yearly and it was great. So things are all good and dandy. And all I got to do now is grab my suit from the uh, from the closet here and get ready for the uh, holiday party on Thursday. So that's going to be fun. And I think that's just about it. So we're going to get into some housekeeping details here. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, um, next third, next Tuesday, December 13th, is our holiday Christmas special. It'll be me, Mako, Ari. Uh, Barry will be joining us. I believe it will have cameos from Koi. Uh, Wild Spice may be showing up. Basically, it's going to be a very laid-back episode. We're, we're just going to just talk and have a little bit of fun that's all uh we'll probably touch up on a couple of stories but we're mostly just gonna be talking probably holiday shop and stuff like that like we always do and maybe you might see a red solo cup or two it just depends on how it goes and then we'll be on break for about three weeks and then we'll be back uh january 10th uh ep for episode 573 and for those of you who know 573, you understand it kind of means something to me as well. And we'll be back with, uh, we'll kick things off and be like, catch all up what's going on during the three weeks. And we'll kind of do like a best of news story, something like that during that. And just keep the ball rolling from there. Um, don't forget, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on our YouTube page. Uh, they go up Thursdays at 12 noon uh, Eastern Time. If it's not up by then, that means I probably forgot and it'll be going up as soon as possible. You can find them, those episodes, at youtube.com slash anime jam session. Click on playlists and you'll see podcast VODs and episode is right there. And one more thing, I was going to actually watch the Game Awards this year because of the this contest to win a Steam Deck. Which, by the way, Mako, if you're not doing anything, you should watch the Game Awards, see if you win yourself a Steam Deck. Um, and if you don't like it, you can always flip it, you know. No, I think if I had a Steam Deck, I'd probably use Steam more. Probably, well, yeah. Because well, I wouldn't be on the computer. This is true. And you can dock it and have it streamed to your TV in the bedroom if you want, or in the living room. But um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, uh, a, a a a a streaming friend of mine um, 
uh, Michelle Light. She will be doing a uh, she'll be co-host streaming the Game Awards on her stream on Thursday. She'll be kicking things off Thursday at 7 p.m. over at Twitch TV slash Michelle C. Light. So swing by. Tell, let her know that uh, the crew, that uh, Anna Jensen's crew sent, sent you all over to say hi and keep her company. So she'll be doing a um, co-streaming the Game Awards. So come through, hang out, and have some fun with her. So, you know. And I think that's basically the long and short of it for the housekeeping. Yeah. So... Now we're going to move into uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show we talk more about the geek gear aspects of our life. So, Mako, I'm going to assume you have more stories about, about Sam and Dean, don't you? Um, well, actually, if you start, I'm going to get a treat and see if I can actually coax them out. Well, you do that. And the funny thing is, I don't even remember that I have anything the show off for today. But I will say, I have been catching up with some anime um i believe i am like maybe two episodes behind on the new yurisei yatsura which is really good it's it's a mix of modern animation style and the classic animation style and it's it's really good um i've been following this other anime series um not just more than friends, but not just lovers, something like that. It's basically an anime where the kids in a class have to do a marriage project where they're paired off and they have to live like a married couple with separate rooms for, like I guess for for a semester of school as a practical. And they each have someone that they're crushing on, so they're plotting to score high enough so they can trade off um, partners, but. They tend to have like little feelings for each other or something like that. So that's a pretty good anime. Um, I've been following Spy Family. It's really good. I'm enjoying that. My Hero Academia. I'm fully caught up with that and I can't wait to see next week, uh, or in this case, this week's show. Usually, what I do is when it comes to Spy Family and My Hero, I generally save them for like Sunday when I'm sitting down having breakfast or something like that. Um, I, I think that's, no, okay, I am catching up, I'm up, caught up with Akiba Made War, which by the, which has become my anime of the year, which I'm kind of surprised by that, because I actually thought uh, season two of Love Life Superstar would be my anime of the year, but after watching Akiba Made War, yeah, that definitely changed my mind, so Mako, do you need me to buy more time? It doesn't look like I may have to. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, for those you may not remember, but Mako actually got a couple of sugar gliders. So on her camera stream is the cage that her sugar gliders are in. And she went, like she mentioned earlier, to get treats so she can kind of get them to come out and say hi to everybody who is watching on our Twitch stream and replay much later in the week. So I'm trying. There that they're moving they probably camera shy tonight yeah i got because right now they're in their little bed pouch oh there you go one of them's eating <laughs> yeah but the camera's not on them no i know oh, okay. i was hoping that they would pop out uh looks like one of them grabbed the stick and pulled it into the pouch yeah it's a little fish stick mm. Fish right. sticks. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let yep, me see yep. if I can maneuver this a little bit more. Okay. 
live stream, boys and girls. It kind of the cage kind of reminds me of the cage um, Undertaker Mick Foley fought in at I think it was WrestleMania. Fun times. Round and round the stream, the camera goes where it stops, and nobody knows. Okay, let me go ahead and drop this in here real quick. And boom. There we go. Any luck so far, Marco? Guess not. not okay. I'm going to try and position this a little bit if you want to maybe start. Well, before we start, there is a little thing I need to squeeze in real quick. I, it's not really the elephant in the room, but it's something that I, I, I kind of wanted to, to, I just want to mention real quick. So, some of you may have heard about this, and the rest of you may not. So, I'm going to tell you about this real quick because we have the time for it. So... It seems that the world's biggest douchebag disgrace slash former voice actor slash disgraced voice actor, Vic Mignogna, is at it again. It seems that he was on a live stream yesterday with three other women discussing things. I do not know what the podcast is about, nor do I really care. But from my understanding, all three women are are pretty much far right as right as red. Now, you're probably wondering, what is Vic Mignona doing on a podcast with these girls? Well, if you follow him long enough, you kind of know he's kind of a he's basically a COVID denier and a bit of a maggot, you know, maggot hatter, something like that. But what he did was. While on stream, he flipped his camera down and he was not wearing pants. My sympathies to everybody that had to see that. And even out of for curiosity's sake. Now, a lot of people are blaming it on his boomer tendencies, which I think is pure and utter bullshit. Now, I have I have been live streaming with y'all for maybe about two years maybe close to three. I have done so many uh, Zoom um, interviews, meetings, teams meetings, stuff like that. I'll admit it. There have been times I have sat here without pants. But the difference is, if I am going to get up, I am going to turn my camera off. Simple as that. Because nobody needs to see that. Not just out of courtesy and respect, in general, nobody needs to see that. So that is what happened. And we must have a moment of silence for the leopard that died, that was sacrificed in vain for his um, briefs. Yeah, I, my thing is, we just discussed last week that he is you know, um, 
going to the Supreme Court of to Texas. Mm-hmm. basically deny everything he did. Mm-hmm. And then he does this. Do you, does he not think that this will be used to show that he really doesn't need to go to the Supreme Court? That maybe he actually does have a problem? I don't know. It's kind of hard for them to show that unless they zoom up real close. Ouch. True, but ouch. Now, it's one thing where you reach up and go, you know, to grab, you know, and you actually hit the camera and knock it over. That's another thing where you just go, and that's exactly what happened. He didn't accidentally knock it over. He deliberately turned the camera down. So I'm going to assume that he um he had everything for um let's see let me uh let me get this out of here. Thank you. Uh it's one thing where you know you accidentally hit the camera and you know it falls down. And if it's gonna fall down like that, it's gonna hit the floor or something like that. It's another thing where you purposely do it. I had a feeling it was on a tripod or something like that where he could just grab the lever and just go Simple as that. Well, whatever. I'll tell you this right now. As much as he tried to defend his innocence, that's out. The, that's blown out of the water. And from my understanding, this is not the first time he's done this. That doesn't surprise me. I I, I want to say that I'm shocked and but not surprised or. Not surprised, but shocked. But I'm neither shocked nor surprised. And what's interesting is there was a picture of him with disgraced shock jock Anthony Cumia at some event. And I'm just like, wow. Vic Mignogna and Anthony Cumia in a picture together. They do. They both have one thing in common. Underage girls. Ouch. I wish I was kidding about that. And I wish it was a joke. Anywho, we're, we're going to move along. We're going to get into tonight's topics. We'll just uh, kick things back and forth, more or less, unless Maka wants to grab an extra and I'll just jump behind her. You know, we'll kind of do two apiece or something like that. So, first thing we're going to talk about is Naruto and how it's celebrating 20 years of the anime. I still remember sitting there in my ex-girlfriend's apart house slash apartment with her family living there because I didn't have anywhere else to live at the time in the living like in the kitchen area with my computer and the monitor like saying you know what I'm going to actually check out Naruto and see what this is all about and there I am who would have thought I'd find myself like within a week or so marathoning 50 something episodes just watching it and seeing how much I really liked it you know so and then Going from SD format screens to HD format screens of, of Naruto. I'm just like, wow, you know, it, it's kind of transcended itself. But what's happening is that as part of the celebration of the opening for Naruto, the gallery, which is an anniversary, 20th anniversary exhibition of the anime, which is going to be held in Akihabara this weekend, 
December 10th, there's going to be a special illustration newly drawn that's going to be there that was done by the manga's original author, Masashi Kishimoto. So, Naruto the Gallery is will be held to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the anime franchise. The first series was only 220 episodes, and it went from October 2002 to 2007. And then we have another 500 episodes of the sequel series, Shippuden, which went from immediately right there from February 2007 to March 2017. And episode 500, I think most of us watch, was the episode where Naruto and Hinata got married. And I thought that was precious. Mm-hmm. The exhibition will look back on the history of Naruto with a lot of anime footage featuring the growth of the characters, the bonds with friends, and the passionate battles. And one of the illustrations is Naruto as a boy winking and as an adult, they're basically boy and adult Naruto winking at each other, which is gets kind of transcending, which is pretty cool. And that's what the illustration is. And it says on there, congratulations on Naruto the Gallery. I can't wait to enjoy the 20-year history of the anime. As an author who has been influenced by quite a bit by the anime, it's going to be a heart-pounding experience. So that's really cool. And the, the seiyu for Naruto Uzumaki, Junko Takeuchi, who's ba- like I said, the seiyu for Naruto, also sends a message. I feel that Naruto is loved by everyone so much that we are able to hold such a large exhibition for his 20th anniversary. But can you give us more love? As you visit the gallery, more and more love will accumulate and subliminate, creating a huge Rasengan. We hope you all visit Naruto the gallery to create a Rasengan of love. We are all we are waiting for you. And that's pretty cool. I, I think that was pretty awesome. Let's see. Let me bring this page back up. It, this uh, display will be held at Akiba Square in Akihabara UDX starting this, uh, I believe, this Saturday. Let me look at the calendar. Yes, this Saturday, December 10th, going to January 31st, 2023. Wow, we're actually getting to that point. Yeah. And let me see if I can show off the uh, the image. I get it's a scanned image, which is kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. And let me show it. Uh, yep, there it is. There is a picture of young Naruto and adult Naruto, and we're not talking his uh, shipping outfit. We're talking basically adult, where he has Toad and Sage powers and all of that. So that's really cool. Okay, and we'll close, nope, close that real quick. And now we'll get into our next story, which is probably, which I believe is one of Mako's fandoms, is it not? It is. There we go. And even I'm curious about it. Yeah, so um, we ended up getting a release date for uh, Trigon Stampede. And it looks like uh, it is going to be uh, revealed on January 7th, which is all sorts of cool. Uh, There is a brand new trailer, which is also all kinds of cool. I watched that and it just it made me very happy. You want to know something? 
I never watched. I never finished watching the the original series. I. <laughs> I have finished watching it once. Mm-hmm. Um, every time after that, I get so pissed off when a certain character is no longer on the show mm-hmm. um, that I stop watching. See, that's me, a Full Metal Alchemist, you know, except I kept watching, which reminds me, I need to finish. I actually need to sit down and finish watching Brotherhood in the original Japanese mm. for reasons. Now this this next story, you know, you want to take this one because I kind of want to take the next one after. I was just about to give another treat to the sugar glider, but okay. Uh, well, okay. How about I skip to the next one and we can come back. I got it. You sure? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um. This happened actually in the States. So the Tulsa Police Department arrested Michael McCoy after they charged him with four counts of false pretense under 1000 or con game. Um, So in March, they started receiving reports from victims who are all located outside of Tulsa. Uh, Police say a four-month investigation revealed McCoy was selling fake Pokemon cards to victims all through the U.S., including Arizona, Colorado, Ohio, Texas, and Hawaii. uh, Police got multiple reports and started connecting the dots. They received Pokemon cards in the mail that they had just purchased through Craigslist ads that Mm. were fake. They looked into the suspect and found that he had a past record of various fraud type of offenses. Um, So they say that McCoy was able to scam people out of ten to twelve thousand dollars by selling these cards. Um, So the cops ended up working with one of the victims who was from Hawaii to Mm. coordinate an arrest. Uh, he says that he bought about $3,000 worth of the fake cards. Damn. Yeah. Um, in an interview, he said everything looked absolutely flawless, like really good. And he was very communicative, ta- uh, taking pictures of timestamps, willing to video chat. Uh, he ended up just, uh, I ended up eventually just like, okay, sending the money and trusting the person. It was instant that I knew these were terrible quality these are totally fraudulent, like absolutely without a doubt. Like I said, not my best moment, but I was being very trustworthy. I was very excited to receive these packs. Mm. And he knew uh, where they were mailed, so he reported them to the Tulsa police. And then, yeah, they uh, ended up going through and taking the four months to... Uh, get everything worked out and arrested him. And you want to know something? It's not surprising that this guy looks like an incel. Mm -hmm. Really doesn't surprise me. And another thing, I don't know if you can still do this in tournaments, but I remember when I was playing Magic the Gathering, you could actually put fake cards in your deck, but they were called proxies. The only time you could do that if you could show proof you own the original. So if you had a fake card in your deck, you actually had to bring the original, it could be sealed or whatever, as proof that you own that you own it. 
Now, I don't know how some of these people have like too that much money to buy that many Pokemon. I I I can't see that. I I really can't. And secondly, I can understand why this guy kept going with it because there are some people that won't even that really can't tell if it's a fake or not. Granted, there are there are people out there who who have like you can get like a really nice high end fancy scanner to scan the photos. Because let's be real, unless you're really good in Photoshop, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. So I do hope the victims do get their money back one way or another. Yeah, uh, I hope so. Yeah, if not, there's always a civil suit. Mm-hmm. That might be what way it goes. Yeah. Not surprising, but you know what? At least they'll get something for their troubles. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about one of, I guess it's one of my fandoms, but it's actually a really good anime that I enjoyed. Way of the House Husband. Season 2 is premiering on Netflix January 1st. So I guess, Marco, after the party, I guess we're going back to your place to watch season two of this. That's what I figured. Maybe not that night, but, but yeah. definitely the next day. Mm-hmm. So the entire season will have a, will feature the returning staff and cast. The first part of the anime debuted globally April 2021 with five episodes. The second part debuted globally on Netflix October 2021. Now, here's the thing. It's not five episodes per se. Each episode has like five, five-minute episode episodes in it. So, it's like that. So, five so five episodes is basically like maybe close to like 25 episodes, give or take, something like that. So, uh, the, the mangaka behind this, uh, Kosuke Ono, he launched a manga on Shinchosa's Karaji Bunch website back in February 2018, and Shinchosha will publish the 11th volume of the series January 7th. Viz Media is publishing the manga in English, and it will release the 9th volume on February 21st. A live-action series adaptation of the manga premiered October 2020. A six-part epilogue special premiered on May 27th. A live film adaptation then opened in Japan on June 3rd. Now, there is a lot, I think they mean, I don't know if it's the epilogue one, but there is um, a live action, quote unquote, special on Netflix, but it's not, it's sort of like behind the scenes of The Way the House Husband. It's one of, it's one of the voice actors who does the main character. You're basically talking with him and he's going through things. Now, the, as for the actual live-action series, I've watched the first three episodes of it, and it's actually really good. Each one's about 45 minutes, though, give or take. And I just realized, speaking of these different volumes, I just happened to be on Amazon last night. I looked up the Sailor Moon Eternal Editions. Volume 10 is already out. I was just like, damn, didn't Volume 3 just drop back in August? And I think somewhere in one of my bins is volume one because I have like a little mini bookcase storage area here. I've been putting up my books. I put those Sailor Moon mangas out. At least something for a show. Yeah. Oh, did uh, did Sam and Dean get their treat? 
Yes. Okay. You can see Dean. He was chomping on it. Sam is still in the pouch, but I shoved another one in the pouch when he poked his head out. Mm. Now, we get, we can, I'm going to kick it back over to Mako Chan. She's going to tell us about her spinoff manga. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they announced, um, it was revealed on November 18th that a Lucky Star spinoff manga, which is temporarily titled uh, Kaneta 31, will debut in the magazines, uh, which is uh, Karakawa Mitena. Um, it's going to debut in the magazine's next issue in spring of 2023. Mm. And it is going to be a spinoff about how Kanata will take place um, 15 years after the main manga. Um, so, yeah, they also announced the continuation of the main Lucky Star manga. Uh, so we're getting a bunch of Lucky Star, mm -hmm. which is all sorts of cool. Um, I can't remember if I have the book for lucky star i know i ended up buying the full volume for um what one did i buy the full volume for i don't remember mm. no i can't remember it might have been lucky star i'll have to go look for it but yeah so um it is really a cute series um, I really do like the anime that ended up coming out from this. Mm -hmm. And for them to continue the manga and now do a spinoff, I'm wondering if they will go ahead and continue with the anime as well. I'm about that. And, and I'll say this. If you ever watch Azamanga Dayo and you're a fan of that, you're going to really enjoy Lucky Star. Maybe it was Azamanga. Maybe Sakaki-san. Eh, what can I say? I like cute things and they just bite me. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> I have this feeling the premise is Kanata is like a, is basically in 31 years old, works as a, a dead-end job in an office building somewhere, and all she wants to do is go home and play video games. Um, either that, either that, or, um, maybe she's like, sh maybe she wanted to work for a game company and it ends up being that she's, you know, just kind of like the secretary and she goes in a rage to try and get her game published. Mm. But the first part sounds a lot like somebody I know. Just because I'm tired all the time. And likes to work in and works in an office and prefers to play video games. Well, truthfully, if you're thinking about that, it would be, you know, fan fiction and books and manga over video games. So how many hours of Persona 5 Royal did you put in? I haven't put that much in and, and then I realize that i have to go back and redo something you know thank god for multiple saves but i realize that i have about an hour and a half that i have to go back into but how many hours have you logged 
Um, well, before I did that, I was done with the first castle and already on to going into other things. So I would say probably about 15 hours. Uh-huh. Backtrack because I did something stupid and I'm trying to, you know, at least somewhat 100% this thing by following a guide. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Did you actually go out and buy an official guide for this game or? No, no, I'm using a guide online. Gotcha. But <laughs> you should see my setup on my laptop. I have oh, everything open. And I I have the main guide, and then I have the companion guide, and then I have the answers for the school questions and all of the things like that. I, I might be a little obsessed trying to get 100% on this thing. Wow. Well, I've already seen the game being played. I know, I know. So... You know, I'm just trying to play it to make sure that I get the 100%. I'm actually checking to see if you can still get a strategy guide for this game. <laughs> I don't I mean, actually, it, would yes. to, it would have to be Royale. Yes. How crazy expensive is it? $12. You should totally send me that link. <laughs> Just so you know, if you order it now, it'll arrive tomorrow. You should totally send me that link. <laughs> Amazon? Excuse me while I go shopping on Amazon now. <laughs> yes, Ron, the 421. I just sent her the link. Yay, and I have money in my bank account to get it, too. And there's more. If you go on that page and you scroll down, there's another one that's like $15. There's multiple ones here. There are. And if you scroll all the way over, somebody is selling the, the tarot deck for 60 bucks. Wait, there's a tarot deck? Yes, there's a tarot deck. Remember, half of the frigging characters... Well, I, I knew that, but I didn't realize that they actually produced a freaking tarot deck for it. It's not an official one, but... It has the uh, major and minor arcanas on them. I kind of like that, but I don't know if I like it for 60 bucks. Well... If you know if you know where to look, you might find it for like six bucks. Yeah, I might have to look at some other stuff for that. Yeah, who knows? If you're lucky, I mean, maybe one of these guides you can get free on your Kindle. That would be kind of cool. But if I'm going to use it on the Kindle, I might as well just use the free one that I have on the computer already. Yeah, but the free, but the Kindle one's full, probably full of like graphics and images and stuff like that. Yeah, but then I just want the book. Well, you know, I'm just well, knowing you, 
it would just sit there pristine on your desk. Next oh no, I, I use my strategy guides. <laughs> that reminds me, my friend Michael. The Final Fantasy VII strategy guide, that thing is busted to shit. I have two copies of that. I still have the original that I purchased when I first bought Final Fantasy VII, you know. And then I thought I had lost it when I moved. And my friend Michael was selling it, so I bought it off of him. And I put it up on the shelf and, like, somewhere down there when I was organized, I found the original. I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and Ron before 21 says, I like the fact that she kind of proved your point. And that's how we do it here. <laughs> and now we're going to get into our final uh, story of the night before we get into Meanwhile in Japan. We're going to talk about Sakura Music Fest. I like my music. It is that time of the year where I listen to um, J1 Tokyo. And like maybe I'll catch a couple of uh, Christmas tracks while I'm getting ready for work or something like that. Or while I'm working on photos and all that good stuff. So... And I believe this is um, this is part of any song as well. I think uh, don't hold me to that, but I will tell you this. Ah, it's an any song focused um, record label, which is Sakura Music. So what they're doing is called Sakura Music Fest 2022. It's the fifth anniversary of it. It was held on November 27th at the um, Makahari Messe in Chiba, which is kind of cool. The event debuted in 2019, but COVID-19 meant for meant that for the year, it was the first time in three and a half years since they had the event, which is really cool. Which, you know, something like that, more or less. Um, this year's lineup featured Aimer, Flo, Claris, uh, Ear Aoi, which I seen live at, I think down at, I don't want to say the Bowery, but down on 23rd Street. I forget the name of that venue. I saw her there live. Sawano Hiroyuki, uh, Penguin Research, uh, other artists such as Soma Saito, Spira Spika, Shuka Saito, Tomori Kusunogi, and Senorin. And with a surprise appearance by Lisa, which is like, wow. There were at least 18 different artists there performing on the stage. In addition to these performances, uh, there were basically uh, theme songs from anime that were released this year, and fans were treated to a sensational collaboration that can only be made possible by said festival. One example was Flo inviting Ear Aoi to sing two fan favorites, uh, Colors from Code Geass and Go from Naruto, which is one of my favorite uh, songs by them, and I'm suddenly reminded of the Real Ninjas AMV. It's hilarious. If you haven't seen it, go watch it on YouTube. It's Real Ninjas AMV Naruto. You're welcome. Now, on the topic of how it had been two and a half years since since um, soccer music flow had happened and the singing, Err uh, AOI mentioned that while they may be admirers of performers with plenty of experience in the business, they're still new in the terms of being with the label. Mikahia, the vocalist of Spira Spica, took to the role of MC during the stage changes and the breaks, who also uses it as an opportunity to announce a new artist joining the label. Huya Extended, the group behind uh, one of the ending themes to Jujutsu Kaisen, which I actually need to jump back in and continue watching. 
Um, basically, it was a pretty awesome uh, concert. Uh, I would say it's basically, it's just an any song weekend uh, of hearing some of your favorite anime tracks. The Blu-ray will be out um, April 12, 2023. So if you have a region-free uh, player, which I believe... I want to say one of the gaming consoles is, is region-free. Don't hold me to it. So you can probably pick that up and enjoy it. There was also They also had an event in Germany this past August as well. I would love for them to have an event like that here in the States. But not with like 18 different uh, artists. Like maybe 5 or 10. I would gladly drop like 60, 65 bucks on a ticket to check that out. Yeah, that would be fun. As long as it's not at the American Dream Mall. I don't think they would be able to do that there. There would be too many weebs there trying to get in. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Now that we got that out the way, we're going to get into the part part of the show that y'all really enjoy. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan. All right. There we go. Another reason why I can't wait to get a brand new thing, you know, you know for adjusting the... Uh, the timeline here. For those of you who don't know, I have a Surface Three that that has the website with all of the uh, headlines, and I have to tap the screen to go up and down. And sometimes, if I'm not hitting it just right, it won't go, or I'll accidentally hit it to reset to the top or go to the wrong one. So we can't have that. All right, let's let's take a look here and see what we got. Um. I'll take the second story. Uh, let's see. I will take the first one because there's no way I'm touching the third one. Not At least not without protection. Or, you know, tongs. Sterilized tongs. Yeah. So I guess we could save that for next week. Yeah, I think there are a couple of them that we can forward over. That that works for me. Let me just highlight this so I know to do that. And done. All so, right. Um, yeah, it's... The it's, irony. Yeah, it, it seems that uh, there are issues... So, uh, it seems that the Fukuoka Prefecture Police were shocked when a moped suddenly appeared in the middle of their front lobby on the 28th of November. Mm. The bike was ridden by a 41-year-old office worker who brought it up to the doors at about 7.10 in the evening. After the automatic doors opened, he proceeded to ride into the lobby and then started revving his engine loudly. Mm. And seeing an officer, he shouted, I'm here to talk about bad driving. The police accepted his invitation and arrested him for unlawful entry so they could have more time to talk. Oh, good Lord. According to police, he admits to his crimes, but adds that he wanted them to crack down on people who engage in rude driving techniques like tailgating. He had been earlier cut off by a driver and, according to some reports, had been having some problems with people at work as well. 
As for why he decided to ride into the police station rather than walk, he said, I knew there was a parking lot in the police station, but I rode up to the lobby. While not much of an excuse, his honesty ought to count for something. Uh, so, yeah, um, comments by readers. Uh, is this a comedy bit? <laughs> Maybe he felt he was going to do some reckless driving and wanted to turn himself in. If he were on drugs, they would have said so. But he must have been on drugs, right? <laughs> Uh, what kind of thought process goes from I'm frustrated to I'm going to rush a police station with my bike. And then you can't get arrested for rude driving. You can, however, get arrested for driving into the police station. And while no one was injured and there was no damage, um, it's safe to assume that driving into a police station will result in a suspended license at the very least. However, yeah. we can't know his fate without understanding all the details of the case. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Ironic, but kind of wild. Mm. So, I don't know about y'all, but like when I go out and do my Tuesday night um, thing, which is I go out and get like a like a order of wings, and I always get like a different type of soda. You know, sometimes it'll be a Pepsi, sometimes it'll be a Coke or Dr Pepper, or I might get like a strawberry lemonade Mountain Dew or something like that. Because that's what I do. You know, I just want something different. I guess to kind of pair on the the different flavors of wings that that, that I get, but. In this case here, we're going to talk about how Pepsi, Pepsi Japan, created a new cola for fried chicken. And I didn't think that was even possible. So, back in June, Pepsi surprised its customers with a new Japan exclusive cola called Pepsi Karaje Senyo Cola. Pepsi Cola exclusively for Karaje, which is fried chicken. As the name suggests, this limited time beverage was specifically designed to complement the flavor of Karaje, which, again, like I mentioned, Japanese style fried chicken. Now, there is a newer version of this just in time for Christmas. This is called Pepsi Fried Chicken Senyo Cola. Pepsi Cola exclusively for fried chicken. And this time is not designed for eating with bite-sized Japanese-style fried chicken, but the larger fried chicken pieces eaten in Japan at Christmas time. And we're talking like when you go to like KFC, which is very popular in Japan, or when you go to Popeye's or the local fried chicken places. We're talking large pieces like that, this type of soda to complement it with. For the uninitiated, Christmas is celebrated a little bit differently in Japan, with the celebratory meal being fried chicken instead of turkey or ham. And as a result of clever marketing move by a fast food KFC that took hold about almost 50 years ago. On a, on a side thing, I usually do Chinese food. And I just found out one of the local Chinese restaurants is actually closed on Christmas. My normal one is still open, but I might actually do fried chicken this year. But um, anyhow. Now, Pepsi is jumping on a niche in the market by aiming to provide people with the ultimate drink to pair with their Christmas meal. And they've even created a new commercial to help cement it as the toast of the season. 
There is a commercial, and it stars comedy duo Koro Koro Chiki Chiki Peppers, commonly known as Koro Chiki, with member Nadaru in front of the camera expressing his surprise at how well the Pepsi pairs with the fried chicken. Directing him is the other half of Koro Chiki is Soto Nishino, who asks Nadaru to amp up the sense of deliciousness in the second take to do it more with Nadaru's flair in the third take and make the chicken more prominent in the fourth take. And then in the final take, he's asked to do it like Santa, but in the end, no one gets his performance. Like the previous edition, the new Pepsi contains dietary fiber to help cut through the oiliness of fried chicken, and the scent and the sweetness of cola has been reduced to enhance the flavor of the meat. This time, however, lemon has been added to further cut through the oiliness and dial up the refreshment. It also features a new label with water droplets to symbolize the fizz of the cola and a bucket of chicken that cleverly references the buckets sold at KFC without overly doing so to let everyone know that this is a drink to have with your Japanese Christmas dinner. The limited edition drink will only be available during winter and will be hitting store shelves nationwide as of today. Or in this case, yesterday. <laughs> in 600 milliliter, better known as 20 ounce bottles, priced at 160 yen, which equals to $1.18. Wow. I remember when 20 ounce bottles used to cost you a dollar and the cans would cost you 75 cents. Mm-hmm. Now, it, and, and I think... Up until a couple of years ago, I would all like when I would go to get my chicken, I would stop at Target and pick up a bottle of soda, and it was always two bucks. Now it's like two and change. Yeah, it's sad. When you could go to the local Chinese restaurant and get a can of soda for 75 cents, and now they're charging two dollars for it. At that point, you better just keep let, not buy the soda and just get the homemade uh, tea for the same price. You probably get you probably get more for your value for that. Yeah, as long as they're not using a mix. Nine times out of ten, they are using a mix. Yeah, I know. And see, Beery says that sounds like a kabapu move, but how does it pair with Christmas cake? I don't know. I really don't know. And the thing is, if I actually do do if I do go the fried chicken route for Christmas, I'm probably going to the halal spot over here because I haven't had KFC in quite a long time, and I'm not really fond of the chicken anymore. If I had to buy, you know, chain chicken like that, I would probably eat Popeyes over KFC because they actually Popeyes actually tastes better to me. But I'll go to the local halal spot because it is cheaper. I mean, come on. Ten bucks for a four piece, a so two a side and a soda. Where else are you gonna get that for that price? Yeah, if I was gonna go for chicken like that and kill my stomach, I would be going to Claudie's, which is a chicken place in a gas station. Where? Claudie's. It's across the street from where I work, and it's amazing. Um, but it kills my stomach. It's one of those that if I eat it at work, I basically am done for the rest of the day. <laughs> mm. Well, you know what? Given that we are heading, we're heading out for New Year's, and I actually have to work that day because I'm working from home. Mm. 
I mean, if you're if you are working from if you if you're going to be in the office at Friday, I will meet you. I'll meet you out there, and you can take me to this place. No, that Friday I would be working from home. Hmm. Maybe I'll, hmm? I I have plenty of internet. You can always come out Thursday, and then we can both work from home on Friday. That's exactly what I was thinking. And then I can pick you up on Thursday, and we can grab some and bring it back. Yeah, that, that's 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 what I was thinking. Okay. Because yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at my schedule here because I realize I'm actually working f- six days during my holiday break, and I volunteer to work. Just understand the two weeks off that I mentioned, paid vacation. Each day is 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 paid is paid vacation day. But I'm volunteering to work because I could all because I could always use the extra money. Four of those days is just me sitting in front of the computer, just seeing if a ticket comes in or somebody calls. And I believe two days in the beginning of the week they're doing some upgrades to the Wi-Fi network. So I figured I will go in and work. I'll learn some. I'll learn some more skills or something like that. Why not? Because much as I kept the funny thing, as much as I kept saying during those two weeks, I wanted to travel and visit people. I'm just not really feeling traveling very, very far. But you know, something. But now that we got that all out the way, I think it's time to wrap up, so we can kind of prepare for our final show of the year next year. Plus, I kind of want to play around with some with some music and kind of get things going. So. And I can go to bed. Yes. Unless you're still flipping through different strategy guides. Oh, no, I purchased it. And there you go. <laughs> Did it say it's going to be delivered tomorrow? Yep. <laughs> I purchased that, and I purchased a new shell for my Switch, so you get to play. What? <laughs> oh, jeez. You do realize I've only swapped the the shells of the Joy-Cons, right? It can't be that difficult. Famous last words. What? We'll put YouTube up on the uh, main screen so you can see it all nice and big. And then we get to play. Yeah, because if you get it from EX Rate, where I got mine from, there's a, you can actually they actually have YouTube tutorials on how to move everything around, so... And also, thank God for I fix it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I have been looking at this shell for basically since I got the switch. Yeah. Um. So if it can be done and be done correctly, I will be very excited. And Ron before twenty one says, even I don't doubt you can do that, Ron. All right, I'm I'm going to hold on, hold on here. I'm going to stop the music and set it back up. I'm going to explain something to you. Going back to the age of 16, I used to pop open controllers like nobody else's business, clean them and reassemble them and call them a day. They're ve- a lot of gaming controllers are not that hard to do. I've even done it for a couple of Switch controllers. I've heard stories of people spending up to three hours changing the cases out of their Switch. And I'm just like, okay. Now, I have experience on the Joy-Cons. That I can do. 
No questions asked. But I'm going to have to get a specialty pair of pliers, uh, tweezers for that. It's just the actual tablet part I have not done. And I'm just like, yeah. I, I actually should post a picture of, of my modded Switch. But, you know, not modded, but, you know, the new case on it. So. I it, thought you did. Yeah, but I didn't post it on the fan page. Ah. Uh. Like I said, it's one thing where this is my Switch that I've done it with. This is Mako-chan's Switch, and I'm not trying to get hung from a tree. Well, we'll look at it. Yes. Yeah. We can open it, and if it's going to be too much of a pain in the ass, then I won't bother with it. No, here's the thing. The, the Joy-Cons, I can do. That's not a problem. It's just, it's just I didn't realize when I first jumped on this project how small, intricate things are. But also at the same time, when I did mine, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and I'm thinking, oh, it shouldn't be that bad. Cracks it open. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I have to remember to pack my iFixit toolkit and a pair of um, needle noses, which I should order. So, you know, anywho, let's kind of get back to the end theme so we can get the hell up on out of here. So if you like tonight's show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we're going to tell you exactly how it is. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget, uh, you can always check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, links to our YouTube page of convention videos, links to our Facebook fan page of cosplay photos, anime reviews, editorials, a lot more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to check out our podcast. You can find it on Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. You can catch, find us wherever po- wherever app supports podcasting. And what's great is you can uh, leave a review within the app, so we want to know what you think. So we greatly appreciate that as well. And don't forget to follow us on our other social media pages of Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Follow us on those so you know when we're going live, when articles are going up, when videos are up, and photos are up, and then some. As for an update, uh, AAC photos should be ready by the end of the week. And at that, and at going at that rate, I should be halfway through the DerpyCon photos. Again, I apologize. Work has been wow. And down below, if you are watching with us, uh, there are links to our Ko-Fi and our stream elements. If you want to throw us a few dollars, if you like what if you like what we do here, we really appreciate that. You can also uh, cheer us with bits anytime throughout the show. We love that too. And get pick up a sub to the channel. And you can also gift subs as well. That's actually happened during the show today. So whoever you are that gave out the anonymous sub, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. And, subs- and, and bits. I think I mentioned that too. Yep, I did. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I... I'm looking forward to going to bed. My last words. I have two more LED programmable lights. I actually need to actually get up and actually put them up, which I will do tonight. So that is it. End of list. We'll be back next Tuesday, 9 p.m. with our 
with basically our final episode of the year with the whole gang so please come through hang out with us and have a good time and if you want to bring a, a red solo cup we sure as hell ain't gonna stop you so i'm ranma and i'm mako-chan great fight great night see you next week night say good night mako-chan good night mako-chan awesome sweet see you all next week